What up, people? We back in the building. It is Dan D and Nels in the building. What's happening, people? Everybody, welcome back to the show. Nels, what's good, man? Depending on when you're listening to this, the weekend is here or the weekend is past. One of the two. But if the weekend was here, congratulations. If the weekend is past, time to start a new work week. Yep. Either which way, it's either it's either joy or sorrow, depending on how you how you look at it, and depending on how your how your job is, it's either joy or sorrow. There's a fact. Oh man, so um, let's hop right into it. We know one person that won't be going to work uh, come Monday or be at work come Monday, depending on like you said when you listen to it. And it's a uh, Southern's head coach, Idoku Idoke, how you say his name. So I'm looking at it, listening to it, watching it. And at first, well, I say this, either which way, I don't think everything should have been leaked out. I don't think everything should have been put on front street. I think like whatever was going on, if it was that bad, if it was this horrible, that you need to suspend them for a whole year or whatever you're going to do. I think all of that should have just been kept in house. I think from the beginning, they should have just been like, hey, look, he violated some team policies very egregiously and we're moving to suspend them for the year and just left it at that. They put the whole story out there on Front Street and just, like, Sully dude name. I think it was, me personally, I think it was intentional. I think it was all about, like, yo, he he messing up, but we don't want him to go to another, get hired by another team. So we're going to let everybody know the ridiculousness he did so that nobody else will hire him, nobody else will be messing with him. And once we get done with him, then he's just done for pretty much forever. So the initial report was that he was having what a consensual relationship, and now his reports coming out saying that he was uh, making unwanted advances or making unwanted comments towards not just this one young lady but several young ladies. So I don't know. I mean, every company has their policy. Every job has their issue. Has their policy about said situation. Yeah, I just think like. Like at my job, if you um, if you having a uh, even if it's a consensual relationship, if you having a relationship with somebody who's like um under you or who you have like quote unquote power over, you got to report it. And if you don't report it and you get caught, it's levels to the um to the disciplinary action. Like first time you get this, second time you get that, third time you probably gonna get fired. Yeah. I don't know how strict their rules are, but they just straight went straight like like you're suspended for the whole year. And hey, if that's your rules, that's your rules. But I, I just personally really think that it got put out across media and across everywhere because they're trying to sully his name. Like I don't think they're gonna hire him back. I think after this year, they just gonna try to talk him into resigning, or they're just gonna later on just figure out go ahead and fire him. I think they're trying to avoid any other team picking him up and the other team looking at him because now with that type of allegation, pretty much no other no other organization is gonna rock with you. Uh, it's a it, it is a really no matter how you slice it no matter what happened it's a messy situation that uh, whatever he did because uh, obviously the, the story that we got is the story what people have to understand uh, the story we got is a story from the organization right and not to say that they're lying or say or what he did or whatever he did uh, was right or wrong, 
the one word that I heard out of all of this shit was consensual. That's the, that's the word I heard. I, I heard, I, I mean, again, what you're saying, I, I agree with as well. They don't want him going anywhere else. And, uh, you know, I, I, I shit. I, the thing was, if I was him, because I know nobody's thinking about him. He's like, man, I just, I just had sex. What the fuck? Uh, but if I, if I was him, I wouldn't want to come back to an organization that that did me the way they are doing him right now. Yeah, if no. this, well, this is my this is my work. And I didn't hear any other words. I didn't hear like he was out there motherfucking terrorizing women on some Harvey Weinstein type shit. I didn't hear none of that. I heard he was having sex with a female at work, which is frowned upon, but not fucking illegal. Like that's just yeah, that shit goes down on the regular. It's frowned upon. You should not be fucking coworkers. Maybe you should not be, but we know it happens. It just happens. I'm, you know, it is what it is. It happens at work. People fuck coworkers. Those are the people that you're around at the time. If you don't go out, if you're not in the streets on the weekends or something like that, and you're in your fucking, it doesn't even matter what age you are. The people at work are the people that you're around. Because usually it, it was worse before because people would go into an office, you know? And some people still go into an office. I know you, you where you work, you have to go in. It's not like you can fucking do your shit remote. You have to go in. So when people go into an office or wherever you work, you are around these people for, at you know, sometimes maximum. Uh, maximum eight and 12 hours a day. <laughs> exactly, right? So if you're around them four or five times a day for eight to Ten times, eight times, those you become, you, they become your people. They become, you get certain type of relationships. I ain't even talking about fucking relationships. I'm talking about just relationships. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Uh, if you have those kind of relationships with people, and you become sometimes in some places, if you work there long enough, they're almost like family. Like I know you, fucking, I see you more than I even see my regular family. So they become like your extended family, friends, people you invite to your wedding, just all kinds of shit, right? Mm-hmm. In his case, what I'm saying is that he was, I don't, I don't know the extent of the relationship, but the word I heard was consensual. So they were two people that said, Hey, you want to fuck? He, he said, yeah. And he was like, she was like, you want to fuck? And he was like, hell yeah. So then all of a sudden they wind up having sex, right? I guess in their policies, like you said, it must've been something like you can't fuck no coworkers. And if that's the case, then he should be disciplined. But I think we we're and the the one person that should be upset is Neil Long. Neil Long is probably the one person, obviously, that should be like, God damn, nigga, this is how you do me. But I I feel like is it me or does it feel like the Celtics are throwing him like super like under the like under the bus? Like what's going on here? Like I yeah. I, I just feel like there's more that has to be said. I don't know. I'm hoping that just two people having consensual sex was not the the downfall to this guy. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, it's sex. Let's be real. We're adults. They had sex. You suspend them for a couple of games. Hey, you shouldn't be fucking people. We told you you can't fuck people. All right, you're going to be suspended. But yeah. they didn't fuck uh, pretty much out the league just now. On some, hey, you want to have sex? Yes. And I want to have sex? Yes. Uh, it's just a weird way they went about it. And I, this is the thing, though, I'm going to let you speak, but the one thing that bothers me about this whole thing is that and I, I know people are going to be like, oh, hey, these niggas go get. But I just, I don't feel like this would happen if Brad Stevens, the person that went about doing the conversation afterwards, Brad Stevens, if people don't know, he's like general manager of the, uh, of the Celtics. 
At one point, Brad Stevens was the fucking coach of the fucking Celtics. If it was Brad Stevens that had fucked some other chick at work, I don't think we would be. It would be like the way it is right now. As this publicized, suspended for <laughs> not at shit. all, right? I, and I know people are gonna be like, "It's not race." It, it's probably not race, but just, just if we just go back and just think, if somebody was fucking somebody else, they, they would not go down like this. Everybody remember that. I, I don't know. You know this. I know people are gonna be like, "Damn, this motherfucker old and always got a fucking comeback." And this just just hit me, but Phil Jackson was fucking Janie Buss, and, and they I, I don't I know people were like who the fuck is these people? But Phil Jackson was the coach of the Lakers, and Janie Buss was is the was the owner's is the owner's daughter, and now she's like you know she's really high up there. She's like an owner or whatever like that, obviously. Uh, after I believe her dad died or whatever like that. Please be dead because or please not be dead if you're not dead. <laughs> One of the two. Just be right. People all <laughs> I just want to be right in this situation, but. They were fucking co-workers. She was essentially his boss. Mm-hmm. They were doing crazy stuff. Not just like little, let's go fuck in the bathroom type shit. They were wilding out. Nothing ever happened. I'm not saying that it was probably the same. All I know was those were two consensual people that wanted to have sex. And I know in this situation, there's two consensual people that wanted to have sex. Now, if some shit comes out where this guy was a monster and he was trying to fuck everybody in the building, and he was just harassing people, that's something totally different. But if we go by the story that we have been told, this is excessive. That's all I'm saying. I think it's a bit much. And I think, um, let's say this, that, that, well, obviously it is the policy because they wouldn't be able to do it if it wasn't their actual organizational policy. Put the organizational policy out there. But like, hey, this is, for those of you that are, you know, doubting us for those of you who are coming against us saying we're overacting, saying we're being this, we're being that. Here goes paragraph three, section B A that says da 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 da. And then that would that would that would shut a lot of people a lot of people be like, oh well damn. It, it's right it's right there in the it's right there in the rules, dude. You read the rules when you signed the contract. Yeah. Like you I, like, I, you on your own, homie. Yeah, I need the shit to say you fuck some coworker, you you suspended no matter what position you are for a year. I needed to say that exactly, but it, it'll yeah, say it, something like that. Like at least give say, him a, give him a first warning or nothing. Yeah, give him a fucking a verbal. God damn, <laughs> <laughs> straight to the fucking suspension for fucking the entire year. Entire oh year. my! And that's what, it, like I said, if that's your policy, just, just put it out. They're like, hey, it policy states if you are. You are not allowed to have relationships or relations with subordinates. Any any discovered relationship with a subordinate results in blank, and just be that. But now there is reports coming out, and a couple of players, um, and nobody's really saying what those reports say. Just people are saying, "Hey, you know, I talked to some people who are in the know, and they're saying that it's deeper than this, and it's deeper than that, and it's more to what he was doing, or it's more to." the relationship than what's being initially reported. And granted, nothing should have been reported in the first place, but yeah, Celtics put it out there. You did this. You started this ball rolling. So cool. You put it out there. Now you're saying, Oh, it was a consensual relationship, but people from behind the scenes are saying, Oh, now nah, this dude was like, I want to say he was harassing her. Cause I, I'm not, I don't know it all, but, some of the reports I read were saying, oh, he was making unwanted advances. So to me, yeah. that makes it seem like 
she could have felt pressured. She could have been like, hey, like if I don't sleep with him, I'm not going to be able to keep my job. Correct. And if that's the case, cool. Even if even if whatever your rules say, stick to your rules. It should have been kept in-house. It should have just been like, yo, we discovered this. We found it out. Yo, pull him in office. Like, dude, we know what's going on. We had people investigate. They said they had an independent investigator come in, independent lawyers come in. So, you know, we did the research. We found out what happened. We got the witnesses. We got the statements. Do you up out of here and be done with it. But for you to come out on national TV, but oh yeah, he's getting suspended because he had a consensual relationship. Yeah, that's not enough. It, it does. It does. It, it leaves everybody in the midst of like, like what the hell? And now yeah, they, say, they say people harassing the women at the job because everybody's trying to figure out who the woman was. Well, it's the, it's 2022. Anytime anything happens, everybody pounces on trying to figure out who the culprit is or who the additional person to the situation is. Like every time they have one of these uh, Karen moments out here in the street, what they, everybody goes searching for that person so they can report them to their job. Like you all knew what you were doing and you cannot tell me that the sales organization didn't know what they were doing, what, what things they were putting in motion from the jump. But I think the initial thing was like, this dude screwed up. We want to fire him, but we don't want anybody else to pick him up. So we need to make sure we, we slander his name and make sure we put something on him where other organizations are going to be like, yeah, you know what, dude, you did take that team to the finals, but man, (laughs) there's other stuff you got going on. Hey, we can't have it because nobody wants to lose their, it's it's a money thing because nobody wants to use the sponsorships and their money and, uh, fans and all of that so nobody's gonna rock with this dude yeah it's, it's a it's a messy situation uh if it comes out that he was harassing women or something to that effect uh from a, a, a private investigator i don't want the celtics telling me that he was a fucking mom. i don't want them to tell me because obviously that relationship is severed just by the way they handled this whole thing this whole thing was just really messy and i just feel like it would not happen anybody else it's just a really like this is the, the way you come out and be like we're gonna suspend somebody uh, for a year because you had sex with somebody else at work. That the whole world got to look at it like what? What are you talking about? Exactly. There's, people, there's people that was fucking at work probably turned on the TV like what? What are you talking? We could get fired for this shit. They probably didn't even know it. You know, it's just like <laughs> they, probably, they probably was in the back room fucking watching TV talking about oh shit we shouldn't be doing this. Because it's like, what are you talking about, yo? What are you talking about? <laughs> no, it, hey, you got to get up, baby. You got to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's just they went about it. A, a, it was terrible, terrible way that they did this. They could have just fucking. They could. They first of all, they're upset that people are are uh, are saying about certain women and stuff like that. Motherfuckers, you put out the story. <laughs> you put out the story. So yes. Like you said, this is 2022. You can't do shit without motherfuckers trying to, you know, hey, it could be this girl. Hey, she, she looks like she gives it up. Blah, 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 blah. You know, this people doing that. You know, people just making assumptions because we would not know the story if you never fucking said anything. You could have been like, yo, you're just, you could have went to him. Listen, we know what you're doing. There's a rat. You know, bring him into an office. You're going to be suspended. Uh, blah, 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 blah. We'll put in the media that you're going to take a leave of absence or something like that. You say that you're going to take a leave of absence. Exactly. We, nobody would know. 
Nobody would know. Nobody would care. You came out and said, "Motherfuckers, fucking bitches, we got to get this nigga up out of here." That's exactly how y'all went about it. And we and the and the world was like, "Fucking bitches," and out of here. Now we got to find out who the fuck you fucking. Exactly. Blah, blah, blah. That's what happened. You can't be mad that people uh, went after to try to find to try to find the people thirsty today, thirsty for news. And if you're gonna give people a, a fucking a sip of water, we're gonna be like, yo, we're the felon that because that's what, that's just what it is, yo. That's just that's just the the world we live in. So again, I when the first thing I said is the Celtics handled this shit horrendously, horrendously, and for them to be shocked that people are fucking putting these whoever these women are that were wrongly accused, it's because of you. You the one to put that shit out there. It, you know what it's like. I'm gonna give y'all a good example. It's similar to a couple gets into an argument, right? Well, these two people are in an argument. They're in their house having an argument. The female goes and tells her family that we had an argument and this guy was yelling at me and blah, 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 right? Now the family's looking at the fucking husband, at the boyfriend like an asshole. Like, you're a fucking asshole, but they don't even know the whole story. They don't know that during the argument, and the argument really stemmed from her, but she told her story to the family, and now the family is looking at the husband or the boyfriend like an asshole, right? So now the, the boyfriend, if they would have just kept it inside, nobody would have been looking at the boyfriend like an asshole, but since she wanted to run her mouth to her family, now they have an opinion about the boyfriend. That's what happened in this story. You could have just kept that shit in the house, and we wouldn't have an opinion on trying to fucking see other things about this story. We would have just left it alone. He would have said, yo, I'm taking the leave of absence. Y'all would have talked about how he's fucking bitches. And that would have been the end of it. But now this shit is just turned dirty and just disgusting people, different people that had nothing to do with it got involved. You know, everybody's like, why would you suspend somebody over fucking? It's just a nasty, disgusting story. And I blame the Celtics. I blame him because obviously whatever he was doing, the shit was disrespectful uh, Nia Long, but I, it's not for me to judge. That's for Nia Long to have a judgment against him. But the way they handle the business part of this shit is just fucking uh, horrendous. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't get it. I don't see what the point was. Yeah. But yeah, now if I say either which way he violated policy, but <laughs> I, I want to. I just it, it's just the it's the day and age we live in. It's the it's part of being like what we do podcasting and stuff like that. And I just want to know like, what the, what's the real story? <laughs> like, yeah. Just, just tell us the real story. Like, yo, it, if you, if it really needs to be that way or, or you know, he, he may end up writing a book one day or something, but just tell us, like, yo, look, this dude was around the office cutting up. Like he was making unwanted advances. He did it to more than one. We tried to even, y'all can even say face him. Look, we tried to deal with it. We tried to counsel him. It didn't work, so we felt we needed to move on with um, our decision to suspend them. But when you just leave it blanket like that, it leaves it. Le- nobody does it. Leaves it leaves it up to too much speculation. It leaves the, it leaves it too much speculation, too much ambiguity, ambiguity. So where people are saying like, "Oh, well, maybe it was this. Well, maybe it was that. Well, maybe this happened. Well, maybe that happened. Well, maybe this happened." And that could very well be their whole plot and plan. So. Because if I'm another organization and I'm looking to hire a coach, I may very well be like, you know what? I don't even feel like digging this, going down this rabbit hole to find out what exactly went on and what happened. 
the time is going to take me to investigate him, investigate the organization to find out exactly what happened. It's just too much. I'd rather just go ahead and hire somebody who don't have all this dirty laundry on them and keep it moving. Yeah, uh, uh, still going to be coaching back in his um, home country, like because I don't. I, and he's definitely. In, I hope. I hope his coaching career isn't open, isn't over. But based on this situation, I can almost guarantee he's not going to get any type of college coaching. Not with all the co-eds and young women running, you know, being part of that, that system. He's not going to get no college job, and it's very unlikely he's going to get another NBA job, at least within the next year or so. Yeah. He's going to have to take a seat. He's going to he's gonna have to sit down for a little while. At the end of the day, he's going to have to sit down for it. He's going to have to, I mean, at bare minimum, he's going to have to sit down for this year. Yeah. I would not – I would, even if the Celtics was like, come on back, just the way they handled the situation, I wouldn't come back. Yeah, no, I'm but it's, it's just – the way they handled it is like they were trying to sabotage his, his entire career for his life. Because what happens is we live in a day and age that the, the I heard the word, what I hope people are, are until we get the rest of the story. What I hope is that people heard the word consensual. That's what I, I hope people heard because that's the word that, that should be uh, put in the spotlight out of everything. He, what he did, was wrong to me alone. It wasn't wrong to me or you. It wasn't wrong. You don't have shit to do with, with none of the people that were involved. It's not nothing wrong to anybody. What he did was wrong to me alone. So the person he needs to apologize is to me alone, right? And she's probably embarrassed about this whole shit, rightfully so. But the person that he has to answer to is me alone. But if we all heard the word consensual, then we have no problem with this whole situation. Nothing. Zero. It would not even be a fucking story. He gets suspended. I mean, at the end of it, but what happens is that how I feel like they try to sabotage and fuck up his entire career is the reason is because when you start to look at the way things are done today, everything is so sensitive. So if he goes, goes to another organization to even be a coach, head coach, fucking assistant coach, it doesn't even matter. The fucking water boy. People are going to be like, wow, you hired a person that was over <laughs> another damn, in another uh, arena. Right, that's how people look at it. But people not even looking at the the fucking thing that he just he he fucks he had sex, yo. That period. That's the, that's all he did. It's just what he did. There was a female that happened to work with him that he had sex with. The end. But if it comes out that he was a predator or something to that effect, then that's something totally different. But I didn't hear that yet, so I can only talk about what we heard so far. Yeah, true. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see when it all, when it all comes out. How the old people say when it all comes out in the wash. We'll see. Perhaps yeah, the dog will come to light. So we'll, we'll we'll see if if it is if it's as innocent as it's as it's initially being portrayed, or if it's if it's deeper than that. And if this dude really was running around the office on some um, Clarence Thomas type stuff, like if he run around the office on some Clarence Thomas type stuff. But then, hey, Clarence mm-hmm. Thomas got goddamn appointed to, to be Supreme Court justice, so yeah. it all depends on what uh, what arena you in and what what you got going on. But yeah, like, yeah. Though this, uh, you got this dude Brett Favre who is not getting nowhere near the media attention, but Brett Favre over here stealing money from welfare recipients. Yeah. Yeah, but it's wild that nobody oh, oh. is focused on that as much exactly. as they should be. Exactly, but don't but don't let you fuck somebody consensually in a fucking office. That should be on fucking every YouTube, every fucking TV show in the entire land. 
They ain't got shit to do with sports. Don't let you fuck somebody in your fucking at your workplace. But if you steal five million dollars from fucking poor people in your in your fucking state, your own state, the place where you from, ah oh, man. If you wear fucking Wrangler jeans, don't let that shit be on the news. God forbid. Right? <laughs> fucking these motherfuckers, y'all. Yo, yo, it is it is mind boggling, mind boggling the shit that that uh, you can understand that. Uh, and again, I I don't like to be this guy, but it's mind boggling when you think how how racist just shit is. And when I say it like that, because we just pinpoint two stories. You probably didn't, if you're listening to this, unless you really follow news, you probably don't even know this motherfucker. But you, first of all, Brett Favre was a, a quarterback that played in the league for umpteen years, right? Well-renowned motherfuckers love him. But that's, and that's sports, right? You probably like, what? This motherfucker was doing what? But yet, I bet you, if you just turn on your TV right now and you fucking turn it on anywhere, you'll hear about some black guy fucking some girl in the workplace. That shit is all over the place. But if you if you want to Favre and what he did, you'd be like, well, why isn't this on the news? Please, somebody put this on the news. That's the difference. And it's crazy. This dude, this dude was straight. And then he was doing stuff... They was like, then they were even trying to like, um, like hide it. Like, yeah, you do these speeches. We're going to give you this money. We're going to say this. This dude wasn't even doing the speeches. He's just getting the check <laughs> sent to like, and it was on some movies type stuff. Cause he's, he's getting it sent to shell companies and shell investments that don't even exist. <laughs> Yo, and it's nowhere anywhere on like no major networks, not the sports networks. Nowhere. And this dude out here stealing to build his daughter. Daughter, fucking park school. A, a, a stadium at the. She plays. She plays volleyball at the at the school. So he wanted to build a volleyball stadium at the school because his yeah. daughter's on the team. Unbelievable, man. I don't know this, about you, but um, I've been to a couple it? colleges, and most of the time, the volleyball team plays in the, like the basketball stadium. <laughs> I've never seen a college with a with a whole separate volleyball stadium. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. A joke, man. A fucking joke. When you when you think about the audacity of motherfucking me, when you think about the or fucking das audacity, you have to fucking say all the letters in this shit. Audacity <laughs> of motherfucking media. It is a fucking joke, and people don't fucking see that shit. If people don't fucking see it, you are fucking blind. Let's let's just think about it like this. Let's just go back into a different story. It's just, and, and we're going to stay on this fucking Brett Favre shit because the shit is the fucking audacity of just the story itself is just ridiculous. But if you think about who got more media coverage when it came to the Me Too mo- movement, if it was a person named Harvey Weinstein, right? Which people are like, who? Who? Who's Harvey Weinstein? Which well, you don't even really know. This guy is really, really into Hollywood. Like he put on a bunch of people, directed a bunch of shit that you were probably watching or probably watching right now. He was a fucking, uh, fucking sex offender and a wild boy wilding with telling girls to be like, hey, I want you to suck my dick for a roll and all this shit like that. But yet, if you had never known about that name, I know you know that Bill Cosby name because Bill Cosby was the foreman 
for all that fucking shit. Now, neither, both of them, for whatever they did, whatever if whatever they were accused of, if that's what they did, they're fucking pieces of shit. But you don't never get the same kind of media for one on the other. That's the, and now we're talking about two, two people that are, were in sports, uh, uh, sport, Boston's head coach and Brett Favre who played in the league and you would not even, if you don't really pay attention to the news, you would never even know Brett Favre did what he did. That's the fucking audacity of this media. It's the fucking, orda- I'm sorry, I'm using that word a lot. Like I just learned it. I didn't just learn it. It's just fucking ridiculous when it comes to the media and how they, how they, uh, how they show one thing and they fucking bury the other. Mm. That's a good word, Barry. That's exactly what they did. Yeah, they completely buried that uh, Brett Foster. And at first, like when it first, I think when it first happened or when it first got discovered, it popped. It popped real quick, and then within like by the time they went to commercial and came back, as it was over. <laughs> they were like Brett Foster stole some money, and we're gonna go to commercial right now. Come back, we're gonna talk about the groundhog of <laughs> next year. The fuck they got to do? What about that five million that he stole, yo? What happened? <laughs> this is a fucking joke. Yeah, they they jump from that joint quickly, and they really ain't been talking about none of it. And it's like several people wrapped up in it. They, they said the old school, um, old school wrestler Ted DiBiase, the million dollar man. They say he wrapped up in it too. Said him, oh, and it, said him and his sons got some bread too. That's how they got the million dollar man. That's how they did it. <laughs> Them motherfuckers is the real, real shitty Robin Hoods because they were just stealing from the. They would, they would, they would have backwards robbed, stealing from the poor to give yeah, to the rich. Yeah. Fuckers already got money, yo. You know what the fucked up part of the story? And I heard, uh, you know, like obviously, uh, I know a little bit about this story. And it was uh, the fucked up part is when Brett Favre found out, like, because if you, I don't know if you guys, if you have know about the story, you know, you heard about the tapes, and this motherfucker was like, hey, how can we get caught? And the lady was like, we ain't gonna get no fucking court, man. We gonna give you this goddamn money. It's all gonna be good. It's all good. All good, baby. Don't worry about it. We still, we do this shit. This is what we do. And he was like, you think we'll get caught? Nah, they were like, man, fuck caught. Man, we white. Fuck out of here. <laughs> so, so then all of a sudden, when he found out the jig was up, because at that time, something like he had, he was like, damn, I done fucking took a million dollars. I gotta get this shit. The mo- you know what the wild part is? The motherfucker already has the money to do it. He just didn't want it. And they said it. He was like, I have, of course I have the money. I'm fucking bread farm. I do commercials. Fuck out of here. You know, I got bread. 40 throughout his career. Yeah. I just don't want to use my money. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. I have money. Y'all know I'm bread farm. You know, I'll get paid. I'm, I'm, this is what I do. I just don't want to use my money. Mm. I have to figure out how to, who does that? I need to figure out how to not use my money. Poor people don't get a chance to say that shit. Poor people don't get a chance to call people and be like, yo, uh, I got this fucking rent due at the end of the month. I just don't want to use my money. Is there any I way? I got it. I don't want to use my money. <laughs> exactly. I just don't, I, I, yeah, I got shit to do. I just don't want to use my money. Is there any way we can figure out how to get uh, money from the fucking rich to give to me so we don't, uh, in an in a illegal way, legal way, it don't even really matter. I just don't want to use my money. How about that? And the motherfucker had to to when he was getting caught to pay the shit back from his money. Motherfucker, why you just didn't use your money from the beginning? Oh my gosh, shit is done. That's crazy. Man, y'all know what the word is. All fucking dacity. That's what the fuck this shit is, yo. And I think, I think what, <clears throat> the whole situation pissed me off, but what really threw me was like, yo, 
it's not you're not even using like if you if you were stealing money from the state, it'd still be wrong. But I'd be like, ah, right, you just stole some money from the state. They got extra money. They they just doing whatever. But you stole from the welfare fund. <laughs> this is for the people who who ain't who got is, shit, who struggling who is, to get by, and you stole five million dollars from them. You know how many uh, um applications got denied? You know how many people got turned away because the funds weren't there because you took the money and did this with it. And cities like this, they're like I think they are the poorest state in the country. So it's not mm-hmm. even like you stole from New York. It's not like you stole from a California or a Georgia or someplace, a state that generates a lot of revenue and got money. You stole from the poorest state in the country. And you're not getting no smoke for it. <laughs> you're getting zero smoke for Nobody. stealing from the poorest country in the nation. Nobody cares. Yeah, the poorest state. Nobody cares. Nobody gives a shit, yo. When, when, when it's a when it's the opposite. I'm not, you know, when it's not, when it's not, when you're not black. I'm just gonna say that when you're not black, shit. The rules are different, yo. The rules are different. I know this is 2022. Shit is supposed to get better. La 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 la. I get it. And has is it better than it was 10 years ago? Yes. Is it better than it was 20 years ago? Yes. But that don't mean that motherfucking is not still bad. I'm pretty sure if somebody was is in prison right now and they've been in prison for fucking 15 years, is it better than it was 15? Was it, is, it, is the quality of prison probably better than it was five years ago? Maybe. Maybe the food has stepped up. Is it better than it was 10 years ago? Yeah, probably. Maybe they fucking uh, painted a wall, but it's still fucking prison. How about that? Same <laughs> thing with this fucking world, man. Is it better than people be like, nah, it can't be, you know, shit has changed and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Has it changed? Has, is it better? Of course. Of course. Motherfuckers don't have to ride in the back of the bus. So obviously it's better. Right. But it's, but when you, when you go to the blatant bullshit that happens just with, just, and we're just talking about media right now. We're not talking about regular life shit. And like when you hit the streets, but when you're talking about regular media, because that's how we're going about this. When you talk about media, it, it, it's the same shit. It's just it's just di- done differently. It's, it's 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 nothing. I mean, it's like has it changed where they try? They're not as they're not as blunt or as bold as they was maybe ten or fifteen, twenty years ago. That's the difference when it yeah. comes to this. And with this situation, it's just like oh, work. Oh, so he can steal five million dollars? Fucking pay it back, and it's all good. Oh. All right, we're supposed to just shrug our shoulders and keep it moving? Not a problem. Let that shit be had motherfucking Barack Obama fucking stole $5 million. Barack Obama would be under the jail. The motherfucker would be in some other jail. He would be in some, like, they would make up a dirt jail where you couldn't even fucking visit him. He would only be surrounded by, like, fucking worms and shit. They would have him so far underground, he would be shaking the devil's hand. That's how fucking, if it was somebody like Barack Obama that stole $5 million, it's the, the shit is the, oh, my God. Sorry. You know what the crazy joint is? People keep uh people keep uh comparing it to which I didn't even think about. Remember when um Jameis Winston stole the crab legs? And that oh, was yeah. all over the news. So they was like, Oh, he needs to lose a scholarship, he needs to go to hell, he needs to get arrested, nobody should ever draft him into the NFL. They was going in about this dude taking some crab legs as, as a college student. Yeah. They went back joke. to my college days. And looked at the type of stuff that I that I came up out of Walmart with. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they put me uh put me in like supermax prison. 
Oh, yeah. Trust me. Trust me, man. It's just a fucking... It's silly, man. It's it's silly. Silly the shit that, that happens that uh, the media tries to uh, just... Bear, one bury and one prop up. And we always have to... When you are looking at just media and shit like that, you all... Like, I want to know about stuff. Yes. Because I want to be in tune with what's going on in the world, right? But when we all have to be... Uh, condescend and understand that we when we're watching certain things like why do they want us to see this why are they pumping it so much why is it like when the when the old uh i'm fuck up his name but when the Celtics coach when that shit was pumped all over the media i was just like man this is this is kind of odd what happened Mm -hmm. like uh did he did he fucking was doing like going up to women and going was he doing that shit like what was going what was going on that because the only thing that I heard was, yeah, he was fucking some fucking some girls at the office and blah 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 blah. And I'm like, all right, well, okay, all right. So yeah, he sh- should he be suspended? Probably if that's in, like you said, if that's in the rules, then you have. But we were always going by that. If it's in the fucking rules, then you can't do it. If this is the fucking if suspension is what they say in the rule book, then you got to go, buddy. Sorry, you shouldn't be fucking girls at the job. Peer point blank period. Blah, 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 blah. But if it's not in the rules, or even if it's in the rules, it's fucking. What are we talking about? What are we talking What is going on? And then when you go to the Brett Favre shit, when they try to bury it, I'm like, man, I sure am not hearing nothing about this $5 million that they're trying to steal from poor people. Like, there, there's a, nobody can, if you, if, you, if you don't notice that there's an unbalance of that type of stuff. One is somebody that is, hurting another person's heart, hurting another person's feeling, feelings as far as the along. And that's going with the story that we know. So I don't want somebody coming out fucking a month later talking about, I, your motherfuckers was talking about he was just fucking, when he was going around the office trying to grab titties and shit. Now, if we're saying this prior to us knowing Full anything. Full story and everything. <laughs> I don't want somebody coming back and being like, these motherfuckers are insensitive to the women's feelings. I, I don't know about any any woman's feelings because all I know about is consensual sex right now. <laughs> but I, what, what I do know is that there's a motherfucker around here fucking trying to steal $5 million from people that needed the entire most that barely can eat in order to build his fucking privileged daughter a fucking stadium. There's a fucking there's an unbalance of media when it comes to shit like that. That's that's my point. Yeah, that shit is that's insane, man. And um, and all we can do is just sit back and wait to see what other details come out. And it's crazy how everybody's being real, you know, mums the word on the exact details. But if you're gonna start, if it's like it's like you starting a campfire or you starting a fire with some twigs, and you just be like, oh, I'm just gonna let the twigs burn. Like, nah, if you're gonna start a fire, go ahead and just start the fire. Go ahead, burn, let it burn down, and because it's out there now. And dude, he put out a statement. He said he's sorry to everybody. You know, same same. Everybody puts, I'm sorry to my family, my friends, and the organization, and the whoever, whoever, whoever. I'm sorry, I forgive me, and I'm not talking about this ever again. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you just not gonna say nothing else ever again about this. Which when I heard that part, when I read that part early, I was like, oh well, maybe he really was wilding out because that's the only time you'd be like, yo, I ain't gonna, yeah, yeah. this is what they said I did. Oh, okay, cool. 
I'll take that story. <laughs> I'll take that story and I'll go mind my business off into the sunset. Yeah. So when I did hear that, I did kind of think like, oh, man, maybe this dude really was on some other stuff. And the fact that that's all that came out, he like, man, listen, I'm going to go ahead and uh, what is it called? Uh, go ahead and quit while I'm ahead. Because if that's all they saying I did, then cool. Yep, that's all I did. Man, I don't know. Like you said, it's um two disgusting stories. Both of them are disgusting. One is disgusting because of how the Celtics and I'm not defending the coach if he did anything uh terrible. Fuck him if he did anything terrible. But if he just had sex then you know, you gotta answer the knee along. But fuck Brett Favre for trying to steal people that can these people can barely eat. Like you said, I believe this is Mississippi Mississippi is such a poor state. The fucking minimum wage in Mississippi is probably—I I don't even know. I believe it. What is it? Like nine dollars or something to that effect? Jesus it's like Christ. not livable, not even livable shit. And I'm not saying that's everybody in Mississippi, not even by the slightest. But there's people that need this, that welfare money, you know, for whatever they're struggling or whatever is going on, and you're stuck in a rut or whatever like that, whatever their situation is. But to be like, I'm gonna steal five million dollars from these poor people because fuck them. Is disgusting, yo. It's fucking disgusting, you know. And and I don't know these people in Mississippi. I don't even have no family in Mississippi, but I do. And but I don't need to have family to to be a humanitarian and be like, damn, that's a disgusting ass move. Ridiculous, huh? Ridiculous. Damn, five million from the poor people. Um, jeez, that just that just fucking a whole damper. And like that's just wild, son. Yeah, so I was watching. Um, did you see the Breakfast Club interview with with uh, Kadeem Hardison and Jasmine Guy? I did not, and uh, I, I heard I did hear a lot about it. Um, it was a pretty good I, interview. I, what I did hear is that I just kept hearing that Jasmine Guy seems like the best person to hang out with. That's all I kept hearing. Like, motherfucker, <laughs> to hang out with Jasmine Guy, like she's. Like all of a sudden, like no, nah, fuck all that. I need to chill with her. I need to be in the streets with her. Like that's that's what I keep hearing. I'm like what what's going on? Yo, it did, it did reveal like yo, she was like she was real. She was cool. She seemed real cool down to earth. Like she was really just kicking it. And that's probably a credit to uh, the three of them. Um, with the Envy, Charlemagne, and um, Angela Yee. It's probably a credit to them and how they do their interview style and how comfortable they make people feel. But she was. Mm-hmm. She seemed like she did seem like somebody you wanted to kick it with. Like she was real down to earth. She was chilling. She was like, nah, man. She's like, nah, man. These white people was, was on us, man. These white people wasn't doing nothing for us, man. We had to stand up for ourselves. We had to do this. We had to do that. So she just seemed real down to earth, man. Then they gave them some champagne. She's like, man, I don't want this trash. She's like, this tastes like cold duck. Just ain't got nothing else. Like she was just reading, and it's probably a credit to her being herself. And I don't think people really knew have had or seen too many interactions with her being herself and her not yeah. being like in one of her characters, whether it be Willie Gilbert or whatever show or movie she was in, she was always kind of like in character or maybe even like doing press for the show. And this was just like her being her, like, man, I got, I'm not pushing nothing. I'm not promoting nothing. I'm just on this show talking about some old days and how we used to have fun, how we used to kick it. Yeah. Uh, the, the, I, I, I heard a lot about I, I definitely heard a lot about how she was real like you said down to earth but you know sometimes what people need to fail to realize and I'm pretty sure a lot of people understand this is that a lot of the time these are actors at the end of the day they are acting they are, I act <laughs> like Jimmy Fox said uh, they act 
what you call them? They, they, whatever character that you see, I'd be seeing people, people always watching something and they'd be like an antagonist on a TV show. And they'd be like, I can't stand that motherfucker. When I see that motherfucker in the streets and they'd be getting upset at the, at the person, like, fuck you, Terminator. Fuck you, Al. Fuck you, Schwarzenegger. You fucking Terminator. Like, yo, he's not just a regular ass. Like, people really be believing the actor is that person. And credit to them if they are playing a part to the part where you're like, damn, I believe that shit. Um, because, there's, uh, you know, uh, but for her, like you said, people have been so, like, seeing her as Whitley Gilbert. So they see her as, like, that, <laughs> the way she talks and, and that kind of character. But that was a character. And all the other things that she's done, you don't really see their personality, like you said, um, unless they're doing some kind of press or something to that effect. And they could just be them. So if you've never really seen them be them and you have an interview, like you said, like the breakfast club is where they could be comfortable and just talk and have a good time. That's when you're like, Oh shit, this, I never even seen them like that. Like uh, rest in peace, Bob Saget. Uh, when he was playing on, um, on full house, people was like, Oh, it's Bob Saget. He's probably a loving father and stuff like that. Then when you see them in an interview or some shit, He'd be like, fuck shit, bitch, cunt, blah, 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 blah. You're like, holy shit. What the fuck is he cursing? And you're like, you're supposed to be the father of the twins and all this other stuff like that. And you're like, man, fuck that shit, my motherfucker. Yo, it was hilarious because people didn't really see him like that. And it's good for her to get on there and have a good time because I heard a lot of good things about that interview. I heard a lot of what you found. I just kept, I just always was hearing a lot of people saying, man, you know, uh, Jasmine Guy is absolutely amazing, and just a, it was just a. I did hear a lot of people talk about that interview. I I, I got to check it out. Yeah, you got to check that right now. It's a good interview, <clears throat> real good interview, real good uh, sound bites. Just like they were really just, it seemed and it appeared like they were really just having a good time, which which speaks relative to imagery and being able to see people like yourself in spaces and being comfortable enough to just cut free because you're talking and you're around people who look like you. You're being part of something of people who look like you. You don't feel, you feel like you're in a, in a space where you're being celebrated and not tolerated. I'm pretty sure a lot of times when she does interviews, she's in spaces where she feel she probably felt like I'm just being tolerated or you only got me on here because of what I'm pushing and promoting Whereas when she was on the breakfast club, it just seemed like she was like she was comfortable. Like I can get in here and I can cut completely up, and I'm, nobody's going to judge me. Nobody's going to try to cancel me. Nobody's going to try to like dismiss my abilities or my legacy. Like we just only come in here and have a great ass time. But I brought yeah. it up because um, I wanted to get your view on Kadeem Hardison said that he thought or he felt as though a different world could have been a like almost like a revolving show, a show that could have been on forever. Cause it always be new students enrolling in college. So it could just be like a continuous, like they would, they would phase out and the new group would take over. And then when they get ready to their graduation point, another group of actors would come in and they would take over the show and keep going. And I thought about it for a second. I was like, yeah, nah, I don't want to see that continuously going on. Like, and you probably could write and come up with ideas and stories that would go on forever, but it was more so their dynamic that made that show that great. They touched on some wonderful topics. They had some great shows that highlighted some important things that people were going through and people still are going through 
But it was more so their chemistry and their dynamic that really had that show popping like that. I don't think because even that, that that last season or those last two seasons when they had they had the, the people from the Cosby Show come on and they had the dude, the tall dude that used to be on that um on Amen, the dude uh, Clarence the Sofine, the dude he was on Amen, he was on Living Single. They had him on there. Like when they came on there, the show was fizzling. <laughs> like it wasn't good anymore. Once you started yeah. phasing out uh, Dwayne and Ron and Whitley and uh, Kimberly Reese and all of them, like the show kind of started fizzling a little bit. So I don't know. I don't think it could have lasted longer. I don't think any show needs to be a revolving show. But I definitely no. want to hear what you had to say about that. No, they're actually trying to do that. They're, they've uh, So the crazy thing is what he is saying is what Grownish is, has been trying to attempt. Mm-hmm. You understand? So and and um, we I love uh, first of all full disclosure I love I used to I used to love I mean it's off right now and I've seen every episode but I love Blackish if oh, yeah, if Black-ish any is great Blackish is a fucking amazing show amazing you know and Blackish is just Cosby to be honest with you. I mean there's nobody that deny that shit let's be real if Anthony Anderson came in here today where did you you know the whole concept of the show and all that stuff like that. Uh, he would be like, "It's fuck, let's be real. It's Cosby. It's Cosby, and Grownish is a different world." So they try that shit. They're trying that with Grownish with with different characters. But the problem, and what you said, is that uh, is is correct. It, you, it's hard because what you do with TV, uh, certain television shows uh, are good because of the supporting cast. When the supporting cast is not there anymore, and you try to replace them, it loses its bubble because you people want to fall in love with certain cast members. They want to fall in love with that cast. The core cast is what you fall in love with. Mm-hmm. It's almost, it's really tough to be like, I'm going to switch up and fucking put new people in here. I understand what he's saying because college is a revolving door where people are coming in and out and stuff like that. The problem is you, the reason that uh, different world even lasted as long, as long as it did is because people fell in love with Whitley. People fell in love with Wayne Wayne. They fell in love with Ron. They fell in love with with all with Kimberly. They fell in love with the core cast. They have ne- they never got rid of that core cast. That's why the show was successful. It did not. It didn't get great because they brought in uh, Jada Pickett and, and other people. It didn't get great because of that. It it stayed. It, they they followed the rules, but they kept. You know Whitley as uh, they kept Dwayne as a teacher, and they kept. Uh, mm-hmm. And they kept they just but they kept the core cast. If they would have if motherfucking Whitley and Dwayne and 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 Kimberly and all of them would have left the show, it would have been over. They, we not we don't give a fuck about these new people. <laughs> fuck is these people? I know they come to college, but I don't know them. That nobody wants to have to fucking learn new people. The only the only show the only shows that work that way, and that's because of the concept is something like a soap opera. And a soap opera, you could be on that, but they usually have the core cast. That core cast be on there for fucking 40 years. You'd be like, God damn. But they can bring people in and out of the show. Sometimes the core cast be dying and coming right back fucking three, four years later. Oh, he was found in an ocean. We thought he was... (laughs) What? The dude was living on a boat. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the only time. But still, television shows, uh, no matter what it is, you have to have that core cast because people fall it fall in love with the core cast, and that's why they love a show. Twenty four, just like that. Twenty four. If people ever watch Twenty Four, they had Jack Bauer, 
He was the main person on the show. People used to get killed on that show all the fucking time. I talk about all the time. Main characters, the, the fucking the, the people that's barely on the show, everybody would get killed on that show. But they would always have the main three or four people on that show. And that is how the show, you can't, I get where he's coming from because at the time TV was, you know, at the time TV was like, that's all we really had. We didn't really have internet. So would people have watched it? Probably because that's, we, we were forced to, we didn't have a fucking choice. We didn't have internet. We didn't have other choices, but it, like you said, it would have fizzled out. That would have been, we can't, I'm not watching 10, 15 years of fucking new students coming into yeah. out of school. No. Yeah. kids now. Fuck them. And then pretty much what you're essentially doing there is you're essentially passing that show down to generations and the next, the next generation going to be like, man, I'm not watching that show. That's the show my mom was watching. That's the show my dad used to watch. I'm not watching that show. Even though it's and new I- people in their mind, the name is different world. They're like, man, that's the, talking about the old show daddy and mama used to watch every night. Man, I ain't watching that foolishness. They're not invested. Not invested. In the time it would take them to get invested in some of them characters, they'd be like, ah, oh, man, look, man, the game is on, or I'm about to go play this Roblox, or I'm about to go, I'm about to go stream such and such. It, it'll, it, it just, I don't think it would have ever continued. They could have probably got, I'd say they probably got got another two years. I'm not going to say, I'll say a year, because they probably changed the writers and people. All I know is I was watching it. I was still down for Different World. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to ride with Different World because it's Different World. And when I saw Billy D. Williams pop up on there and he was the landlord of some house or something, I was like, man, I'm done. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's over for me. Different, different World is over for me. Different World days are over. I'm not about to watch <laughs> Billy D. Williams be no damn landlord or no college kids and they trying to convince him to go back to school. I was like, man, this is ridiculous. I'm not watching this no more. Would it be? That's what it be. Everybody has their breaking point. That was my breaking point. But I'm not watching this shit no more. <laughs> it just makes no sense whatsoever. Where the hell he Where the hell he came from? Where you find Billy D. Williams at? Oh shit! But yeah, um, yeah. I don't think it would it would have lasted much longer. I don't think any show should do a revolving cast like that. like like you said. You got to have that core cast. You got to have those people still around consistently to keep the core fans engaged in it. And if you keep the core fans engaged, they'll, they'll put up with the extra stuff. Yeah. If if you, if you have a core cast, if, if if they evolved into a different show, that's just so different world. The only, the only way these shows are going to last is if like what they did have, you know, Dwayne Wayne became a teacher and then all of a sudden, you know, Whitley and him have a kid and now they're not even revolve around the school anymore. Now it's around Dwayne and his kid and Whitley and their fucking life. Like on now it turned into a whole sitcom about something totally different. It's a different world, a different world outside of the school. That is the only way because now I'm still invested in the same cast. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I'm is, not. That's a genius uh, <laughs> ideas. Huh? That, but that's what it would have been because it would have showed because what happens is we don't, nobody gets to fucking know different world was great because if you never got a chance to go to college or if you never been to college, or even if you were growing up and you had to, you wanted to go to college, that was the inspiration or that is what you got a, a life into seeing what college was about. Right. So if you got to see what college was like, then what college was, was going to be like when you leave, 
good, bad, ugly, all of that shit. Because it's not all fun and games when you leave college. So we would have got a chance to see their life. Maybe they would struggle for a little while because they did struggle in the show. We would have seen them have a kid. We would have seen them, you know, the kid would have raised up. Now we fucking 15 years into it. The kid is fucking growing up. He's talking about he wants to go to college. Holy shit. I didn't watch this motherfucker grow up. Whitley and Dwayne is motherfucking 50 now. Holy shit, it's just great. Now, you know, that's the way. But we're not watching the shit with a whole bunch of new students and all that stuff like that. They kick our ass. Yeah, nah. Never would have happened, son. No, not at all. I, I get the concept, but never would have happened, like you said. No, that, that's a genius idea you did put down. You put out there, though, because they really could have done that. And um, and then the, the school could have been the backdrop. Since he yeah. was a teacher, like he could, it could have been the focus on them raising these kids or whatever. But the school could have been a da- the backdrop. Like, oh, I gotta yeah. go to work, and then you pop up on Hillman campus, and now you slowly feed these new people in. That was, yeah, see, so he should have been right or something. Yeah, they do it. Them Should have been a writer, son. You'd have been in there. But- <laughs> it would have still been on. It would have been like, God damn, twenty five. 30 years later, different world. Different world. He'd have been raising his kids. They'd have been raising their kids and all that. Oh, shit. So, uh, we're going to hop, hop into some real foolishness before we get up out of here. Um, this Ray J nonsense. Why are we still talking about, why are we still arguing about whether or not the Kardashians had some role to put in this old sex tape out? <laughs> why is it? Why is this still a issue or question? Because from the jump, I don't think outside of even though that arrow that that came out a long time ago, I think we were still watching VHS tapes when that came out. Or maybe it was just maybe it was right at the birth of the internet. It was probably right at the birth of the internet, a little bit after, because that's when um Tommy Lee and everybody had tapes out and all that. But even back then, when within a year, everybody was like, "Oh, nah, she had something to do with that," like. This ain't no this ain't no accidental recording. They did this shit on purpose. Why are we now in twenty twenty two still talking about it like like nobody knows the truth, son? It's uh I I the the world is gonna uh one day one day we're all gonna wake up one day and we're gonna be like, Wow, the Kardashians put a fucking spell over us. <laughs> <laughs> For 40 fucking years, and they finally let the spell go. I can't believe it. Because for any family, I don't give a fuck what family is, for any family to be relevant, this relevant for this long, talent, no talent, however you fucking see them, is motherfucking amazing. It's absolutely, I don't give a damn if you love them or if you hate them. You have to respect the fact that they can be in the public eye for this long uh, is just fucking, I'm telling you, it's a, it's a magical spell that we are not giving them enough credit for. Um, yeah, that sex tape, when it came out at the time, I was just like, well, this is odd. All right, well, I mean, and at the time, well, we, have to, we have to look at it like this. Remember, Ray J was just, uh it was still just Brandy's brother at the time. <laughs> you wanna, <laughs> if you want to really slice it, I mean, at the end of the day, that's what it was. Brandy was the biggest star. That was Brandy's brother. He had a couple of maybe from one song here, a song there, but he was just Brandy's brother at the time. So, but he was not to not to diminish him because he was a hundred percent more famous than Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. No matter how the fuck what y'all want to say about Ray J, 
he was 10 million times more famous than Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian was just a fucking girl named Kim Kardashian. That's what the fuck she was. She was a daughter of somebody that, of a lawyer. That, that's what it was. There's plenty of daughters of lawyers that's not famous. So the fact that she has, you know, that sex tape came out and it blew up the way they did. And they, first of all, let's just be real. We all know they marketed that shit. Um, nobody's dumb. We're, we're, this is, we're not stupid. They marketed it. And how they marketed it is put them to where they are today, which is fine. I don't, I, however you get on, nobody just, nobody even cares about that sex tape and she's a billionaire now. So at the end of the day, if motherfuckers knew they could put a sex tape out and then 20 years later, you're going to be a billionaire, motherfuckers would have been fucking on camera all day and every day. Yeah. That so, came out well, internet was well popping when I came out. I came out in 2007, so internet was well popping then. That's a fact. Now, what was that? That's 15 years ago. So, so if, if people knew that you could make a sex tape and all of a sudden blow up and then 15 years later you could be a fucking billionaire, everybody would be fucking on camera. Everybody. We all oh, shit. There'd be sex tapes out the fucking that Nobody would even care. Right? <laughs> so the fact that they can do that and then all of a sudden make a an empire out of that is motherfucking is fucking is fucking just a is magnifique. I, I don't even know the fucking word on how how that can be done because there's a I, I done seen a million porns and and not none of them are billionaires you know so the fact that this one person can have sex with a a uh, celebrity and then all of a sudden they are billionaires it is fucking amazing now and and us you know just like me and you are casually talking about it 15 years later is 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 amazing it's just amazing they have fucking they've done everything fucking lawyer now some 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 kind of lawyer or whatever she's getting people out of prison it's like she went from fucking on camera to becoming a billionaire doing you know making reality tv about regular shit i'm watching tv and y'all watching me watch tv <laughs> brilliant brilliant son yeah uh what's the name what's the uh, mother's name uh cool is that the mother's Chris. name yeah. yes yeah. like she she marketed and put together that whole thing Absolutely, like dude, and, and he, they all had a part because because looking at it, the tape came out in February '97. His debut album came out in March '97. He he was already on a uh, on Moesha around that time. So just the market, you know, she sells a what you call it? She sells a um a master class. You know, little things you can watch where they teach you how to do stuff and teach you how to figure out, teach you the pathway. She she sells a master class on the internet that you can sign up for to learn how to be a mogul or a momager or whatever the hell she is. <laughs> so she's making money on top of money on top of money. She gets better and better. Yeah, I swear to God, she get better and better. I didn't even know about that shit. God damn. I respect her. I want to meet her and shake her hand. Yo, you got to respect her. Like, like the things she's done, she, like you said, she brought, she brought her family from being the regular people down the street to being billionaires. Yeah. Even the um, yeah. the young girl is a billionaire. She's done nothing. They like she's a model. She's done nothing. She got a, she's got a whole makeup line, and she's a billionaire. Like it's absolutely insane, son. Yeah, she got to respect it. Only in America. Well, <laughs> only <not>. in America. <laughs> well, and only if you're a certain color. But that god, god damn it, that is fucking amazing. Uh, I don't give a damn what color she is. 
It's just fucking amazing. I know you can't do it when you're black because it's impossible. You fuck somebody on tape, you're not becoming a billionaire. It's just not what it is. Sorry. He's just going to be fucked on tape. <laughs> don't just fuck on tape and think all of a sudden you're going to become Kim Kardashian. Don't do it. If you want to fuck on tape, fuck because you want to fuck on tape. But what I'm saying is that it's just is at the at the end of the day when you look at it when you when you just fucking pen if you in about 10 15 years when they're like i'm done with this shit we don't want nothing to do with media we just want to fucking be old and die when we look back on when they're outside of fucking tv and stuff like that and we look back on their careers all of them every single one of them because ain't nobody struggling out of their family when we look back at that shit that shit is gonna we're gonna be like wow that fucking was an amazing spell that they put on the entire world for the last 20 years. That's fucking phenomenal to do that. I respect that lady, no matter how, what people say or, or think about them, no matter how they did it to get to where they are, they are where they are. Don't nobody care. Listen to this. And this is just for people that are going through something in life. Don't nobody give a fuck about if you're struggling right now, if you're not in, if you're in the dirt, if you're in, what they say, if you're in mud, right? That's what they say today. If you're in the mud, in the dirt, and you're just feeling like shit, life is not going the way you, where you want it to be. Just remember, don't nobody give a fuck about this part. They only care about the finish line. So at the finish line, if you become at the finish line, if you were a piece of shit throughout your entire life, and all of a sudden later on in life, you are fucking, you're well off, you're chilling, you got family, kids, and all that stuff like that. That's all people care about. We got somebody that fucked on tape and all of a sudden is a billionaire. There's plenty of fucking stories of people just coming from poverty. We got Jay-Z that's a billionaire. He was in the streets hustling. So nobody give a fuck about that street life. All they know is that right now that person is a fucking a mogul and a billionaire. So nobody give a shit about that old shit. So whatever you're doing, Long as you try to get to where you want to be at the end of at the end of the day, where if even if you're not where you want to be right now, have a plan because that motherfucking family had a fucking plan. That lady had a fucking plan. She was like, "Watch this. I'm gonna take that fucking tape. I'm gonna fucking put it to the world. People gonna be all over it. They gonna watch you fuck a celebrity. You know what we gonna do? We gonna make our own fucking show after that. They gonna want to know more about our life. Get them hooked. We just gonna do a bunch of fucker shit." You're going to be a bunch of basketball players, a bunch of all kinds of motherfuckers. You're going to do a bunch of fuckery. You're not going to really take them seriously. I, you know, don't even worry about that. We're going to put that shit on TV. We're going to focus around you. Then we're going to put the rest of the family around us, and, and we're going to live good. And everybody was like, that shit sounds crazy. And look where they at now. It's amazing, son. Amazing that oh, they need to make she was able to accomplish. They need to they need to fucking recast like get some people to play them to just show the whole fucking thing just to show you know I would watch that movie I don't I haven't seen that I don't could think could you imagine son could you just imagine like, the uh what a what a Kardashian quote unquote biopic would would uh would generate yeah 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 I need that I need that in my life. And I, this is coming from somebody that hasn't watched one episode of that show. I don't know what the yeah, fuck that show is. That show. Not in my life. I don't know what they're doing. They can have clown suits on on all of them shit. I have zero idea. I don't know what the fuck goes on in the car set. But if you said we need to, we're going to do a biopic, we're going to get stories from there, from how they fucking, from the time that they started all the way up until the time they quit, and we're going to we're gonna get their stories, and we're going to get it from, from their mouth and all that stuff like that, and play, have some people play them? Yeah, I need to see that. Because 
all the shit that they've been through in the entire in this entire last 15 20 years has been like mayhem it's been mayhem but it's been everything that has just been a car crash that everybody loves to watch well you gotta you gotta love to watch it man because it's just <clears throat> excuse me it's just the pure foolishness yeah so you've got people and i think some people watch to some people watch in awe some people watch in and like you said car accident but they just like Yo, i really can't believe this is what's going on this is what's selling and I think it's some people watching that joint with, with notepads, like, yo, okay, so this is what I need to do. Okay, so this is how I need to act. All right, so this is what I I really believe it's some people who sit down and watch that joint like it's a like it's an actual learning tool. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. They're trying to figure out how can how can I be that? How can I be a Kardashian? How can I get to this point where I'm making all this money for doing absolutely nothing and then parlay that into just years and years of of money and and monetary flow and financial freedom and all of that. But I I, I gotta I gotta agree with you, son. If they come out with a with a Kardashian biopic where they gonna break down like from from sex tape to billionaire or something like that, I, I'd sit down and watch it. I wanna know I, I wanna know the details. I wanna know what was going on behind the scenes. In fact, I need to see like I, I would love to see like even if they were like, no, nah, fuck it, we're going to tell the truth. Like, if even if, if they show a part where Chris is like, this is what I want to do with my family. Like, if she had, like, there's people in this world that say they have that map out their fucking shit, and then all of a sudden it comes to fruition. If I see a part where she says, and even if this is fake, even if it's for the movie, and I see her say, this is what I want for my family, and we're going to do it by any means necessary, like on some fucking Malcolm X shit, like, we're going to do this shit, this is how we're going to become moguls and we're going to become millionaires and billionaires. And I see that in the movie. I'm going to be like, yo, <laughs> that shit is fucking phenomenal, you know? And even if it's, you know, people are like, she pimped out her kids. I'm pretty sure they, I'm pretty sure those kids is all fine by that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Do. I think she probably told them like, yo, look, this is what you're going to do. You got to go ahead and suck this dick. Like, yeah, that's dude. what you got to do. You want, you want this money or not? <laughs> This is how you got to do it, and and <laughs> by however it happens, none of them are starving. If that's what they want to do, that's perfectly fine. You know, everybody lives their life differently. I don't judge. Whatever they did to make it where they at, they are good. And people would fucking kill to live their life. And the reason I know that is because motherfuckers still to this day, after all of these seasons, still turn on to watch their show. So that's how I know people wish and die to want to be just like that type of family. Yo, and they, and they done parlayed it into, what you call it? They done parlayed it to, now they on Hulu, so now you gotta have a subscription to watch them. That's crazy. <laughs> Yo, the folks, man, shout out to them. Shout out to them for everything they did and however they, however they made it happen, man. Okay. Uh, <laughs> real quick before we get out of here, because I'll be on the internet a lot. And people always be like, man, why you on the internet so much? All you do is be on the yeah, I take this podcast stuff seriously, so I really be on the internet a lot, looking at stuff and watching stuff. So these street yeah. interviews, I, I'm 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 starting not to believe some of them. I'm starting to think a lot of these street interviews are are, are rigged and staged because the stuff they be asking these people and the stuff that be going on, there's no way you're just walking up to a woman and be like, yo, so you got a fat ass? Can I slap it? And she just be like, he 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 he, go ahead, like. <laughs> Like I'm starting to believe, like a lot of these things are staged, and it's just they're just making it up, and they're just doing it 
to get views and clicks and likes, man. I can't believe that. I can't honestly believe that all these um street interviews and all these people that's doing this stuff are, are actually legit. You're probably right. I mean, listen to this. If you think about it like this, for $20, motherfuckers will have an interview with you and you could pretty much do anything, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you see a female on the street and be like, yeah, I want to do an interview with you, we'll give you, we'll, you know what, we'll give you $20, just play with us, just have a good time, uh, but I'll give you 20 I, I, Fuck it, even if it's $50, because the amount of views that they get for these kind of fuckeries is... It's is some paper nowadays. That's what I'm saying. It's worth it's worth the fifty dollars. Even if even if you just get a bunch of views, you'd be like, man, that shit's worth fifty dollars. I don't give a fuck. Uh, because eventually, if more and more people watch it, you can generate uh, revenue from that. So if you give somebody fifty dollars to be like, hey, I'm gonna ask you some wild ass questions. I want you to give me some wild ass answers, real, true, fake, don't really matter. And I want you to play around. If I, you know, slap your ass and ask you to slap your ass and stuff like that, can I do that? You know, you get consent beforehand or something to that effect. 50 bucks, the girl's gonna be like, 50 bucks? Shit, go ahead, I grab it for all I give a fuck. <laughs> I've done it for less. Uh, you know, but what I'm saying is that uh, if you if there's incentive, if you give somebody $50 to have that kind of conversation, people are gonna have that kind of conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got, if you're gonna give me $50 to motherfucking have a five-minute conversation, like, have a, a regular con- five-minute conversation with you, that sounds good for me, that's $10, that's $10 a minute. That sounds good to me, and all I gotta do is talk that's fine by me. Um, so I'm pretty sure I would not be shocked. I, I have no, I have no, uh, I, I don't know, but what you're saying, I would not be shocked in the slightest. If somebody was like, yeah, I'll give you $50. Can you do this interview with me? And you have stipulations and stuff like that before you start the interview and you have, you know, you pretty much give them the heads up on what kind of questions are going to be so you can prep them for the kind of answers that they're going to get. Yeah. I'd be seeing some wild stuff. And, and then maybe, um, It'd be some wild stuff. Then they'd be saying all random type of stuff. They'd be having it um, in malls and everybody like, oh, call your boyfriend and see if he uh, try to get with your friend. Like, it'd be be the most most odd thing going on. Like, there's no way. Some of it might be real. Maybe all of it's real. But I'm just saying, I just can't, I can't buy it. And maybe because I'm old, maybe because back in the day, if somebody walked up on us and be like, hey, man, we're going to do this interview. I'm like, I ain't talking to you. Who the hell are you? Doing no damn interviews. <laughs> like, what do you, what you want? Make it up off me. But, but the crazy thing is some of these shit, nowadays, man. Crazy thing is, uh, I've been seeing a lot of them, and they be in Times Square. So yeah, they be all type of places. Like they're that kills me too. Ain't nobody running across your camera. Ain't nobody slapping your phone out your hands. <laughs> I will say this. I will say this. If, if if anybody is uh from New York or anybody that wants to visit New York. You usually tourists visit Times Square, right? Mm-hmm. So tourists and they're drunk and they're a tourist and they're in the city and they're just living life. They're just having a good time. Like I'm in fucking New York. I can't believe I've never been here before. And somebody's like, yo, you want to do an interview? That may work. You get what I'm saying? Cause we both know we, we from New York. So the majority of Times Square, uh, shit, I'm almost going to go with 90% is, is fucking tourists. Cause mm-hmm. really like you don't have no reason to be in Times Square unless you fucking work there um, or you just passing through. That's pretty much the only time you go to Times Square. It's just like anybody from any other place. When you're from a certain place, you don't really go to the tourist spot. Like you, you don't live in L.A. and be like, I'm going to go to fucking Hollywood and go to see the fuck. You don't do all of that because you live there. You don't got to do that shit. I, ain't, I lived in New York my entire, damn near my entire life. I ain't never been sat on Ellis Island. I ain't never been to the Statue of, Island, Statue of Liberty. I don't even I, I, I don't even know how to fucking get to that shit. I just know it's over water. 
I don't even know what fuck. I don't even know how to buy tickets to get to the boat to get to the motherfucker Staten Island. I mean, to get to Staten Island to get to fucking Ellis Island. I have no idea. Yeah, you. That's, so, a, that's a fact, sir. <laughs> so what I say is that if you, uh, I'm saying that because if you have a bunch of tourists and they're excited and they're drunk, and I come up to you with a phone talking about can you answer these questions, they might be, they might go along with the questions because they're not from New York, you know. But you can't do that shit if you're in the middle of fucking Brooklyn. Or in the middle of Harlem, talking about, hey, you got some questions I want to ask you. Nigga, if you don't get the fuck out of my way, I'm trying to get to my fucking court appointment. That's exactly what you're going to do. So it, it might, I'm just going with the, it might be 40%, 50-50, some of it might be real. Yeah, uh, I guess I'll be, I'll be on this shit too much. I'll be watching them join I'm like, man, come on. <laughs> but like you said, you got, I guess they do it in malls. Maybe they do. Some um tourists, maybe it's just maybe they're giving people like fifty dollars a pop, or maybe they just maybe just people just that open nowadays because you know everybody wants their um everybody wants their their internet moment. Even if you're not a internet person, even if you're not trying to be a star, everybody wants their internet moment. Everybody wants to be able to go home or get on their phone and call the homies and be like, "Yo, check out such and such page. I'm about to do the interview." And it's lit out here. I'm about, be, I'm about to be a star on this Instagram page. Like, everybody wants to be that person, at least for a moment, just so they can get their followers up and their likes up. And people be using Instagram like how we used to use uh, Messenger back in the day. So they be, they be on the hunting on the prowl. That is true. That is 100% true. Yeah, but, uh, MS Messenger and all that stuff from back in the day. People just be on the prowl, my guy. Oh shit, man! But let's get up out of here, man. Another good show. Appreciate everybody listening. Appreciate everybody checking us out. I don't know. Y'all need to give us some feedback. Uh, hit us up because I see the last show. Last show kind of bombed. I don't know what it was. People didn't want to hear nothing we had to say last show on. <laughs> I don't know what we did to people. The last show. The last show was not the show. <laughs> That's probably our lowest watch show ever. But we back at it, man. Everybody gonna love this show. We're gonna get some clicks, we gonna get some views and some likes and all of that, man. Appreciate everybody listening. Appreciate everybody doing what y'all normally do, which is checking us out, man. Um, until next time, you know, every two weeks we get back at it. We gotta show up. We got people listening, we got commentary and comments for y'all, man. Y'all keep checking us out. We out of here, peace. <laughs>